Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Polonia. And today, we are talking about the fourth episode of Hulu's The Handmaid's Tale. Yep. And, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We already had some light discussion before recording where we were like, yeah, we both didn't like this episode. (laughs) There are parts of it that I thought were... Yeah. Interesting, but, but as like, a whole, yeah. not great. If you consider it compared to the other episodes, it's like way weaker. I think the uh, second episode wise. was the best, and then it just hasn't lived up to its sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. I don't know. One of the things that weirded me out so much, and I couldn't like stop thinking about it pretty much the entire episode, was, is, was Elizabeth Moss talking differently? Like she's yeah, that talking was like a I, child, right? Yeah, the first, the first. I think it's supposed to show she's having like a mental breakdown, but like, yeah, the first narration she gives, I was like, who the fuck is talking? Because it's <laughs> yeah, me she's too. like, she's like, hey, what? So beautiful, your hands were cut like sticky with cotton candy. And I was like, what the? F-? And then it like hard cuts to her being like, I've been in here for fourteen days or however long, and I'm. It, it's very jarring and very confusing. Yeah. I kind of feel like they should have shown us more of her, like, sitting around sort of thing. Mm. Before it, like, yeah, a super cut of that or something. Because basically they show her and it's just like, I was like, have they not been feeding her? Or, like, yeah, giving her water? I was what's confused. happening? Because she looks like she's losing it. And it, she has been in there for, like, a couple weeks. But, like... I've been inside for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I haven't lost my mind. Mo- Granted, I had the internet and shit, but, like, mm. you don't lose it that fast if you're being regularly, <laughs> like, fed and watered. <laughs> well, that might <laughs> not be off totally... That might not be totally true, but it does seem like uh, it, was it was, like, mostly an unreasonable... The, the, res- well, maybe the not other unreasonable, episode, but we just she's been it. like, fuck you, I'm going to survive. Yeah. And like this episode, she just like immediately is just like, I've gone cuckoo bananas. And I know it's because they wanted the Nolite car, uh, right. bust artist Carbranda to like mean something more. But like she went from like zero to 60. Yeah, like, I think off the- screen, like they didn't show exactly. her losing it. I think the problem is that they didn't show it to us. I think if they had, it would have we would have accepted it. But because they didn't, it felt like it had been one minute and she was acting <laughs> like this. Like, because <laughs> we're like, it's been one minute for us, not even, like, a few seconds. And suddenly you've, set, like, shifted completely. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty like, I weird. Get, I get it's boring, but, like, good lord. Yeah. Um, together. Yeah, and then they had... The, I, I don't know. I think the best part of this episode was the doctor scene because I liked that in the book. I thought it was, like, super weird. Was but, that Allison's husband from Orphan Black? Okay, too? here's the thing. <laughs> the whole time I was like, okay, I'm, like, kind of getting into this episode. And then when he showed his face, I was like, it's Donnie from Orphan Black. And I was like, I can't take this. is now a crossover, and I can't take this seriously anymore. This is what happens in when the Orphan Black universe becomes the Handmaid's Tale universe. Yeah, it is a horrifying concept. Um, And it was weird because in Orphan Black, he's sort of a comedic character. So when I saw his face, I just kind of got, like, happy. (laughs) I was like, yeah, hey. And then, 
was like, oh, this is not the tone of this show. I think that's why people get typecast. Uh, but yeah, that was, I was starting to get into the episode and then that killed it for me. And then it was like <laughs> that and baby voice. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> like, this episode is so, it's like so much, but it was also nothing. Like I felt like nothing really happened. Well, the main thing they showed us, uh, and this is end of the episode more, but, um, they showed us what happened to Mora, sort of. Right. We, we don't know what happened to her after that, but we, like, know the last point Alfred has seen her. Yeah, and that part was super different from the book, because <laughs> in the book, uh, Alfred, like, wasn't there. Like, she didn't help out. She was just being a good little kid, and Moira escaped. Um, yeah. But I guess... Yeah, they- and this one, she, like, lures someone into a bathroom to yeah. get held at knife point, which was, like... Yeah, it's, like, very, like, rob-a-bank intense... Um, and I don't know, it felt like kind of, I guess that was supposed to be the exciting part of the episode, but because it was in flashback, it, I felt like I already knew what happened, so I did, I wasn't that excited about it. Yeah, I mean, well, I was like, there's no way this is gonna end great, but yeah. you know that she survives with all Moira. her body parts intact. Oh, yeah, Well, yeah. no, uh, Alfred, and you know Moira, she doesn't. She has the impression that she's at least probably still alive because she's so shocked when they're like, Moira's they dead. And said, so, like, um, in an earlier episode, though, Janine said she was dead. So, yeah. But Janine so, Yeah, sucks. but she's like surprised so. when she says that. So it's not like she, if she saw her dead and someone was like, she's dead, she'd be like, fuck, I know. <laughs> like, I was there, you know? Very true. <laughs> uh,. What else? I had like was, no notes this episode. Uh, I was just so, like, oh my god, nothing is happening. <laughs> I wrote because you see, um, you you have some of the like some political talk, and I was did not really grasp it. Where um, the commander is like, they, the the UN's gonna have to lift the embargo if they want the euro to stay afloat. And I'm yeah. like, I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> but my main note was like, Serena Joy was trying to give him like advice to be uh. like, well, they're gonna have to do that, and he was just like. Shut the fuck up, honey. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care. I was just, my note was just like, Serena Joy, you try, but he does not give a fuck. Which like, I, I like the commander is really freaking me out. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Which aspect of him is freaking? All of it, sure. mostly his voice, because it's really. Oh, he's such a creepo. Really creepy, and he's like he keeps so creepy. Like when she's kneeling and he comes into the room and he's just like playing with the key, like yeah. right at crotch eye level, and it's just like, oh, why? Yeah, why are you doing this, dude? He's pretty gross. Uh, and also, I didn't have to. Like, the whole sex scenes in general are weird, but this one was, like, uncomfortably long because he couldn't get it up, and it was, like, <laughs> it was awful. I was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, it was super No one wants awkward. to be here. It's <laughs> awkward for everybody. Yeah, it seems like this episode concentrated a, well, maybe not a lot, but more on Serena Joy's relationship with Fred sort of thing. Which isn't good. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, which isn't great. Um, for pretty obvious reasons. Well, maybe for other reasons. But I don't think the current uh, societal plan is totally satisfying for anyone. <laughs> so, it definitely has created a rift. 
My other notes regarding her is she is not knitting properly, and that really bothered really? me. She was knitting. Oh. She was knitting a stockinette stitch, and she was uh, knitting on a pearl row. And I was just like, the entire time, I think it was supposed to be like tense because she's like knitting and glaring at Offred, and I was right. like, you're fucking knitting wrong. <laughs> and you could really see everything she was doing, and I was just like, oh, why man. did you show it this much if she's not going to do the right thing? I mean... They're huh. probably like, no one who actually knits watches our show. Ha ha. But then the knitting community Surprise. fired back. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Because, like, her... In, in the book, she does a lot of knitting. It's, like, her thing. Um, she does it kind of, like, ferociously. And knits extremely complex uh, scarves. And they're supposed to be, like, quote-unquote, for the soldiers. But, like, who knows mm. what actually happens to them. So it's kind of, like, uh, a little nod that in this episode but um yeah she does not seem to be the elderly knitting serena joy in the book <laughs> at, at all because <laughs> she clearly can't knit <laughs> very well i mean aspect. she was doing the right the right like her form was fine she just wasn't doing it on the right row like <laughs> i wonder if they were just like they taught her when she was on the right row and then she was just like it's the same one i'll just keep doing it and maybe like uh it, within the story, Offred's appearance, like, <laughs> totally throws her off so much <laughs> that she forgets how to do things she's done her whole life. Good catch. Incredible. Good catch. I think we yeah. should just work on, if we ever find any plot holes with anything, we should just try to weave it into the story somehow. Try to save it, you know? <laughs> Benefit of the I mean, the that's doubt. basically what fandoms are for, for when you really like a show. Oh, yeah. Excuse anything. Oh, it's so true. Uh, what else happened? Oh, yeah. Um, when she's having Scrabble Night 2.0, yep, yep. um, it, I thought it was interesting. Well, I don't know. In the book, uh, he lets her win the first time, and then the next time he wins. And I felt like that was kind of good because it made him seem like he's not a doofus. Like, <laughs> like he kind of like is a smart dude and so it's sort of extra weird that he's so okay with the society or, or anything like that um but in the show it's more like he's like weird and like seems sort of uncomfortable with the way society is and like acts super creepy but like isn't smart enough to beat her at scrabble yeah and so he's yeah. kind of just like not super i don't know she's like in in this house she's the the smarter a uh, more interesting person. Um, and I guess it's because she's the main character and they felt like she had to be, but I kind of liked when she was more of a, a normal person in a crowd where there were some people who were smarter than her and she was smarter than them in some ways. But in this, I just feel like everyone's, like, super dumb and she <laughs> and she's the only one that, like, knows what's happening, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah, I mean, when you go through the house, like, Nick... Just kind of looks at her a lot. Yeah, Martha, I, Martha I do words. love. Yeah. <laughs> she, like at the beginning when she's like, she comes in and Alfred is just like in the closet, yeah. like on the floor. And she's just like, what? I thought you were dead. <laughs> Why are yeah. you on the floor? And yeah, like, she's, she's like, I just fainted. I'm fine. And she goes like, okay. I was like, I, I love you. <laughs> You're great. And then yeah. she immediately is like, you don't have to tell them, don't worry anybody. And she's just like, she fainted, like, immediately. Non like, no hesitation. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
But then, yeah, the commander's wife is just kind of like, no one, she, she really only has power in this house over, like, the people who are under her, and she has, like, no power <laughs> anywhere else. And yeah. then, like, the commander is impotent and, like... Can't win Scrabble, so Creepy, <laughs> yeah, and, like, just so. generally, a, like, awful. So, like, I don't, like... Yeah, it's just kind of, like, a, a pitiful spread. Um, it, yeah, it's really not great. I think the more interesting person was Glenn, and now she's gone, so... Oh, like, yeah. her and Moira, and they're both, like, am I? Maybe they'll come back and save us. Oh, my God. Maybe they'll come back together. <gasps> well, it's they're, possible. They're lesbian lovers. It's very possible. Well, it's not very possible because I've never met, but <laughs> but maybe in a magical scenario where they do they meet, both, it becomes They both possible. got a rebellious spirit. So they do. Like, they're both intelligent and, and rebellious, and it's wonderful. Um, I guess the other thing we really find out is uh, that... Well, I mean, it's not really a discovery. The previous Offred, <laughs> oh um, right, she she leaves a note the the don't let the bastards grind you down in the closet, uh, like I scratch against the wall, and uh, then they have a conversation at the end. Her and the commander drink Scrabble night, and she's like, "What happened to her?" And he's like, "She died. She killed herself." And like immediately, the new Offred, our Offred, is like. You should let me out of the room. Yeah. I don't want to give up on <laughs> like, life. And it's like... Have to ask for favors. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a, a second has passed. Like, it's not even subtle anymore. I thought that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought that was super weird. I don't really understand Offred super well, I feel like, in this show. It seems like she both wants to be a badass and sometimes is, but then sometimes isn't at all, and then doesn't want to be a badass. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like, what is the which? Which one are you? You gotta start becoming one of them because this back and forth thing is very confusing. I, yeah, that whole conversation felt very like it should not have worked at all. Like her I mean, being like, I want to be let outside, or like, wink, wink. I might end up like the other girl. Like, he should have been like, yeah, okay. I just told you that story. Uh, you have to leave now and go back to your room. Like, what? <laughs> Who's going to change yeah. their mind from that? I mean, the whole thing with me with this episode in comparison to the other ones is with the whole don't let the bastards grind you down, it really didn't seem like she was being ground down. So it felt like while they were writing the script, they were like, ah, shit, um, we need to make her We need to grind more. her down. <laughs> yeah, so, like, in this one episode, we're just gonna make sure she's Have two real weeks bad. Pass. But, like, yeah, it's, it's, she's such, like, a rebellious person in the previous episodes, if not externally, then internally, like, and it's just, the fight got, like, squeezed out of her. So easily. In this, in this so episode, quickly. like, in in the, all this episode, it's just like okay, now she's now she's good, and so when she has like the ending where she's like, "That's off, Glenn. I'm off, Glenn." Like or Alfred. Oh God damn it! Um, <laughs> when she has her whole speech, the inspirational music plays. Like there's a power walking towards the camera with all the other handmaidens. Which like where the fuck did they come from? Did they organize squad? This? It's her squad. Yeah, um, it, it was. It <laughs> felt really hollow because I'm like it she did. was here already. Like. 
Yeah, she was like, at this level like last episode, and then she just suddenly lost faith this episode because two mysterious weeks that we did not witness have passed. It's like, yeah, okay. like you don't have to show us her family at the fair; you can just show her suffering, and it's like probably yeah, better. Like, that I'm was sh- kind of a meaningless flashback to me. Uh, I didn't totally understand why. Well, we it gave saw Elizabeth Moss an opportunity to do her baby voice, so oh, never, God. never use. I don't like the baby voice. It creeped me <laughs> out. I mean, I think that was kind of the point, but still, it just was weird. I didn't know who was talking. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, yeah. So we learned about the previous handmaid, and uh, also when when she. Tells him about the quote. I guess they're the, trying to the Latin because yeah, she tries to find subtly. out. Subtly, yeah. I mean, she her subtle <laughs> is like her going like, "You speak Latin," and then immediately yeah. asking like, "Can you translate this for me?" And telling him Can the you entire translate sentence this passage that I uh, heard from a friend. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was just so not subtle. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the show. The problem is just that it's moving too fast. Like, everything is moving too fast. Um, Scrabble Night 2, she's asking for favors. Like, it's like, hey, guys, let's have some more just, like, tense and weird Scrabble Nights and, like, her trapped in the room more before she's like, yes, I have power here and I will wield it. Um, Because I feel like she should be more cautious. Like, clearly, the society does not, like, the punishments are hard. Yeah. Um, like she got her feet whipped or whatever for running. Yeah, although trying to run I away feel like, Moira. oh, well, that is, that is true. It was like a foot thing, but I feel like they would have, given what they were doing, they would have lopped something off, given the yeah. stabbing out eyes. But, you know, I guess she's a main character. We can't have her not have a limb. I yeah. Maybe they were just being s- symbolic. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess it's hard for the handmaidens to, like, walk around if you start cutting off their feet and stuff, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little difficult, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I don't know. I felt like the ways in which the story has, is the word divulged, has divulged from the book, has become different from the book, um, It, it ha- it's, like, struggling to still use stuff from the book that it mm. like cut out like it's just a confusing because like the doctor scene they try to fit it in here because they cut it out from where it was supposed to be earlier yeah and it's just like it feels very like okay we're gonna copy and paste this we're gonna copy and paste this we're gonna copy and paste this Let, let's just switch the order a couple times and like okay that looks fine let's just do that like it felt so random and like mishmashy um, and I felt like they were trying really hard to connect threads that, like, didn't totally hold up for me. Like, yeah. Moira writing, like, and Lydia sucks, and then being like, oh, it's, like, the people writing on the wall is, like, a way to, like, connect and support each other when they need it kind of thing, even though they aren't, uh, talking or in each other's lives. They can still leave these messages to strengthen each other. But it just, like, it was such an obvious... It was, like, so obvious that I was just thinking about the story, like, the writing behind it more than I was in the story itself. I was just like, oh, so that's why they added that scene. 
so that this scene would carry more weight. But it was just like so heavy handed. It kind of felt like they had a bunch of post-its where they wrote down like everything that happened and then yeah. they like moved everything around and then they were like, shit, we have this left over. Uh put it Squeeze here. It in. <laughs> like we need to we need to show that she's weak, so we'll have her uh faint and then she can go to the doctor and then we can get that scene in and then like yeah, and we can put this here and like and so yeah, it does feel like maybe this was like an episode of leftovers where they're just like we got to put these scenes in somewhere, just shove them in here. Yeah, I uh, feel like they started out with such a bang and they just like were unable to maintain the the like energy from like all the stuff that happened in the first two episodes. Yeah, um, and and even the third episode, I felt like so much happened, but like this one, it was just kind of like. Okay, this is a filler. Uh, next episode, we go back to our scheduled um, crazy things happening. Yeah, although, like I said, I said this last time, and I'm going to say it again this time, I do not know where this is going to go. Because, like, I, at the end of the episode, it had, like, with the music and the power walking with the squad towards the camera and, like, the inspirational speech <laughs> and that ends with, like, we are handmaidens. Like, I was like, is this the end like i had to google that there were more episodes <laughs> left this is the because we are mid-season. four episodes in and i was oh do you think they would have had like a mid-season break because I this felt know. very final it, uh, it was, was kind of like, dramatic <laughs> although it's on hulu so i don't know if they do mid-season i don't know yeah I, unless there's a holiday was, i have no idea it was like a very like this is the end of things you're gonna see in a while type thing so like God goddamn knows where they're going to go next. I, like, <laughs> yeah, it assume makes more scrabble like, will happen. But, yeah. like, I don't want to... S- What's this dude's voice is so creepy to me. I don't want to hear it ever creepy. again. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think that'll be possible. And I think he's British, so that has to be, like, oh, part of it. Oh, he's British and his wife's Australian. How fun. Um, and they're both playing uh, Americans. And they're, I mean, is he British? Maybe. I have no idea. I don't know, but um, yeah, the ending uh, felt like the next episode is gonna start with Alfred like re like finding um, the other rebellious handmaids or something mm. and getting in with them. To yeah, because the it like, also Alfred. like right before she does that, they show um, after she gets brought back from trying to escape, all the other handmaidens like leaving food by her bed. Yeah. So it's like a, we're like we support you. So that makes that makes sense. Yeah, I uh, think. Well, I think this is the problem. They're either using <laughs> this just for a theme within the episode, which is that yeah, like we're all in it together. Like even though we're all suffering, like we can still support each other. And I'm trying so hard work. not to sing High School Musical right now. <laughs> I could see them playing basketball, singing the song they were in red. It's perfect. Yeah, I just I feel like the episode might have just been that. And, like, everything that happens in it kind of, like, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, nothing <laughs> matters. Like, next episode, it's going to be, like, you could have skipped the fourth episode. Um, unless Alfred starts, like, starting gangs or something. If she doesn't start a street gang next episode, then, like, I don't know what episode four was for. <laughs> it's like, we're all united. And then next episode, it's going to be, like, I don't trust anyone. It's like, okay. <laughs> I guess sure. one thing that could come back is... um. While they're talking about the Euro and stuff, they do mention that an aunt managed to uh, cross the border and, like, aunt, mm-hmm. like, a family member, not aunt, like, a yeah, yeah, insect, because yeah, yeah. I got confused. 
Well, you thought like, it was an ant, like a bug? I was confused. What? I thought it was like a code name for something. Yeah, and I was yeah like, it I is don't a remember. code name. The ants are like the no, Martha's I know, but I was like, do they, do they carry things? Like, why is they carry things? Look, I got confused. Anyways, she gets to, I guess, Canada. <laughs> they don't specify. They say she like manages to get across the border. I assume Canada. No, I think they northern. do say Canada. Well, she oh, well, submitted a story Canada. to like the Toronto or something. Oh, yeah. So. Super. Uh, and then, she went to yeah, Mexico, so, but submitted her story to the Toronto Star or whatever. Just to make it more complicated. Um, yeah, just to throw them off. Yeah, so I like I don't know. That might that probably will never yeah, come back. There's but, like, a weird idea that like the rest of the world is like America is stupid. Like <laughs> America got We don't super know what they're stupid. doing. We're not fans and we're not gonna work with them anymore. Uh we're going to open our borders to their refugees, etc. I mean, basically, America is North Korea and, like, people keep escaping and saying horrible things and everyone's like, that seems a bit much. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's what I assume. pretty extreme. I mean, factually <laughs> true, but, like, emotionally extreme. Uh, yeah, that could come back. Um, it would be kind of interesting if they made the show more, like, large-scale political stuff versus, like, personal stuff which is sort of i feel like well, i feel like it is. could it could uh if offered keeps trying to worm her way into what's his face's life <laughs> then like she might be able to like glean some more political information uh i would She's be gonna become a political spy for canada <laughs> <laughs> i i ooh. I want, like, <laughs> personally, I'd want to watch some of, like, the news reports just to see how they'd report, like, both, both, well, I guess they're, they're like, the, the American government isn't actively using any form of media to propagate anything, because no one seems to be able to, like, read or watch anything. Well, just the um, handmaids. That is true. I don't know about the other like non-commander people um but <laughs> it, it like i'd be interested to see a few clips of like how the rest of the world is like reporting on this yeah they're like this is this seems stupid or like they're just <laughs> like well they're gone let's just pretend they're not there yeah I, uh, i'm not really sure um i'm trying to think like i feel like in a lot of dystopian works they don't know how to factor in other, like, the rest of the world, so they just, yeah. like, ignore them. There was an explosion, and everyone else yeah. is dead. <laughs> I guess, like, I think in 1984, they sort of talk about, like, the three different... It's, like, uh, Oceania and, like, uh, Eurasia yeah. and something like that. And then, like, and how they're always bombing each other, but, like, you kind of don't know if they even exist at all. Like, I kind of yeah. like that take on it, because um, it kind of... I don't know, it builds more insight back onto the society that you're, like, sort of weaving. It is weird to think about them bringing other countries into it because then it's less about the dystopian narrative and more about, like, the sci-fi world. That is true, but I think I might be more interested in sci-fi than <laughs> I am in dystopias. No, it would be cool if they did it. I just don't know if they will, I guess. Yeah, they probably won't. I mean, like, I'd be I mean, I don't think but... they're... I mean, I don't want to, like... <laughs> I don't want to be, like, firing a gun or anything, but uh, I feel like they can barely handle the material they're giving themselves. <laughs> and, like, if nice. they try to do that, I don't really trust them to do it very well. I mean, I'm interested in being surprised by it, but, like, it doesn't seem like, like, there's a reason Margaret Atwood didn't talk about 
the, like too much about the rest of the world outside it's because that's like that would take forever and <laughs> like to make it good and i feel like these guys would try to rush it or rather they might get pressured to rush it by like network people or something and then true, true. it would just become like a mess but it would be cool if it didn't become a mess <laughs> i just am not sure i'm optimistic enough to believe they could do it yeah oh please don't hate me Hammer's <laughs> tail riders. I just like, just don't. It's just, it's not quite as good as I think it could be. But I mean, there's we still have time. Six more episodes. Oh what? We god. have four more episodes, right? Are there no, ten? There's ten. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, so six more episodes. <laughs> A lot can happen. Yeah, Hopefully, we're not please. even halfway done. We'll get to the halfway point next week. Yeah, I'm interested to see where they end it. If, like, the mm. book is pretty much over by the end of the season. And, like, what changes they continue to make. Because it kind of seems like some of their changes that they've been making have been landing kind of clunkily for me. But maybe as the story unfolds, you'll see, like, like hints like the uh, the news thing will come back. And then it'll feel less like there are all these random threads. But rather all these threads come together. Uh, or maybe it's just, like, the knitting. <laughs> They're knitting wrong. I don't even know it. But I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah. Um, do we have... Uh, can you give us like a knitting themed sign off? Like what uh, she's doing wrong? <laughs> okay. Bring it back. Circle back. Yeah. Don't knit on a pearl row. Good. Good Does, does that make advice. sense to you? <laughs> Doesn't have to make sense to me. Our, our thousands of knitting fans will rejoice they, they'll know what i mean they'll know it's like a secret a secret language between knitting i mean people. i i when i uh was in high school and we had to read a tale of two cities i hated that book but there <laughs> is a character who like knits secret messages and that that's i was cool. like that's that's who i want to be I, she was the villain but like uh she's a badass so everyone okay. else who was like a good guy in that book was boring as shit anyway so like so you're like, be, like madame defarge <laughs> <laughs> the knitting lady is sick. I, she's my favorite. Um, <laughs> and on that beautiful note, we will be back next week. Okay. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs>